0: Hi everyone, Jeremy Scott here. Another episode of the Re-Emerging Earth podcast. The No Frills podcast, which endeavours to bring a bit of light into the darkness. Talks about all kinds of things related to spirituality, related topics as well, in an effort, as I said, to bring some light into the darkness we appear to be going through right now. And I'm not just talking about the different conflicts that have gone around the world. Well, the crime rate and things like that. I mean, just in general, because uh, we've just come through the pandemic pretty much. I know there's still a few countries are still, you know, sort of under the influence of that. They're still going through that. But for the most part, we are out of it for most of us. It's just the uh, the less well-off nations who are still struggling a bit. I think, but uh, we are getting there. And obviously we've got things that are going on in Eastern Europe and also more recently in Sri Lanka and there's other things going on around the world still that we don't get to hear about. And these are dark times, yeah. But they're not completely, not all of the dark times that uh, I'm referring to. You know, because for, for me, it's how we view life in general. You know and um, I have talked about this before where 80% of our thoughts are negative and that's our view on life you know and that's why news programs uh, even newspapers still sell you know, horror movies you know these shoot em and blow em up films and things like that why they're so popular because of the negativity that they portray and people are attracted to that just naturally attracted to that negativity and yes there is that element especially when it comes to the movies of uh, the good guys always winning and defeating the bad guys but you know it's how they do it I mean they're still shooting and killing and blowing up and things like that you know what I mean I include myself because I grew up Reading Marvel comics and DC comics. And I used to go to my local market you know, when I was, uh, I was a young lad at that time, I was around seven or eight, something like that. But I used to go to this particular store that sold all these comics. Some of them were new, some of them sold at second hand or whatever. And the stall owner actually allowed me to stand there for hours reading comic after comic <laughs> Superman, Batman, Spider Man. Doctor Strange, he has got a new movie out right now which I'm looking forward to. You know, Green Lantern, Silver Surfer and all these ones, you know. I really got into all these characters and so on and and also as a young lad, you imagine you're gonna be that superhero that's gonna save the world. You know? Save the world from itself, perhaps in, in some ways, you know. Root out all the corruption and all the crime and so on, bring peace to the world. That's our fantasies, you know, when we're young. And then when we start getting older, we'll start to realize that, uh, yeah, idealistic as it is, it's probably never going to happen, is how we feel. And we start going off into more adult ways of looking at things, and we start becoming more more pessimistic rather than optimistic and uh, we do tend to look at things on a a darker side then and even though we enjoy going to the movies to watch you know the, the film versions of all the comics that I've read you know and it's absolutely fantastic I really enjoy watching those films and other ones like Transformers and things like that I love things like that you know the science fiction stuff and you know, some, some of the complex stories some of the not so complex stories you know but a lot a lot of people just say well that's just a movie it's never going to be real you know they don't imagine themselves being those superheroes anymore it's just entertainment yeah you know? and life in some ways isn't entertainment that's maybe in another way that's why we're here to be entertained. Because, uh from what I've learned of those who who are in the the the, the spirit world, you could call it or spirit realm, spirit spirit dimension, those who are who have been here and passed on and now exist as spirits, their life there is full of joy, full of bliss, you know, and uh, maybe a bit monotonous, as some would put it, because it's the same thing as, you know, there's nothing wrong, uh, you know, and it's. Uh, It's full of joy and laughter and fun, you can do what you like and you can't do any wrong and all these kinds of things. So they come here to experience that kind of life where things do go wrong, where we do have different thoughts, where our decisions can go awry and our free will can go awry and we choose different paths. We come here to learn lessons, to work on certain aspects, all these kinds of things. this is not a new thought. This is this is a thought that's been around thousands and thousands of years. Why we're here, you know? Why the, in, back in, in ancient times, why gods came down to the earth kind of situation to experience what it's like to be a human. Why Zeus came down in human form, you know, to have relations with women, such as Hercules' mother, you know, and, and give birth to demigods and things like that. Because in there, world of plenty and abundance and you know, all the grapes they can eat and wine they can drink and all that kind of thing Yeah, you know, it gets a bit monotonous so they come down here for a bit of difference a bit of distraction and uh, maybe that's what we are going through now I'm not saying that that is all true you know about the spirit world and all that because I haven't got any proof as I said in the last episode and I can't prove any of this but I believe that it could well be something along those lines you know and I think it's Descartes said that we come here to have this human experience we are souls having a human experience and as others have said similar kinds of things and uh, that's why we're here to serve that purpose and that's why we don't remember who we truly are so life in itself maybe is a journey to we discover who we are, who we truly are. And if we don't discover it in this life, then we can choose to do it in another life or another life or another life and keep going until we get to that enlightened stage and then we're back to where we started and we can start all over again, (laughs) you know, and go through different experiences and so on. There is another view, obviously, in Eastern religions where, you know, you have the, the karmic side of things that each life that we go through is a lesson for us to learn so if we were experiencing say in, in one life say we we're experiencing a lot of suffering a lot of struggle we were very poor we were mistreated and so on perhaps in the next life we're very rich and we can appreciate being and being sort of wealthy we can have more gratitude for for it and because of what we've learned in previous life we treat people better can be the other way around we could be in a life where we are very wealthy and we mistreat others because of our wealth we misuse or abuse our power and authority so in the next life we're at the other end of the scale and we have to learn what it's like to be mistreated to be abused to suffer in, in certain ways that could all come into it as well you know, I mean, it's, uh, I'm a believer, if you like, in saying what you believe is your truth. You know, so it could be, I'm not saying it is that, that, you know, the karmic side of things. I'm also not saying that we are here just for a human experience. Um, and I do call this life the university of life. And each of the different countries, nations, whatever, I like to view them as campuses in the university of life. So it's different experiences in that way. So I would say there is an element of that, probably an element of the karmic side of things, where we've got lessons to learn, you know, and and we go through each and every life that we have. So I do believe that we have lived before and and we have other lives perhaps to come as well, where we continue to learn new things or experience new things. That's one way of, of looking at it. It's certainly one way of helping us to to get through the current life when we view things from that perspective that uh, whatever we do here has an impact on our next life and that could be for many it could be a bit of a wake-up call and to realize you know oh wait a minute you know I've been going on the wrong path here you know I need to go down this path change this direction you know to this direction and go down and treat people in a better way or go down this path and, and enjoy these things, this way of life. And that seems to happen as well because we do have those who change their ways, you know, completely, turn around their lives completely. And there is the old saying that a leopard can't change its spots. And maybe it can't, but that's for leopards. We're humans. We can. We can turn our lives around completely. There are so many stories around the world where former criminals, gang members, murderers and so on have turned their lives completely around and become mentors to young people, become involved with the religion you know, and then you know, very much involved with, with the preaching side of things and teaching people, using their experience to guide people onto a better path. So perhaps there is something in that as well. You know so that's certainly i would say a case of where a leopard can change its spots yeah you know, in that sense because we can we're not leopards you know we can change our spots we can even change our personalities to a degree as well and i was uh, listening or well, watching first of all on, on youtube an interview and then i was listening to a recording of a past life regressionist called Denise Lynn, who uh, talks about this in, in a little bit as well and she believes that we can actually go back into our past and change it you know in, in the sense of you know if we in this life are having a blockage and stopping us to move forward We can go into a past life where that blockage may have occurred or maybe the reason for that blockage and change it change the change the narrative and that then would change our present whether that can happen or not i can't say i haven't tried it if i'm being honest but it's certainly an interesting concept if we can improve the life that we have now by going into a past life to make some changes then fine, you know, that'd be great. There are those obviously who who believe that you can't change the past, and certainly up to now that's been my view, that uh, what's done is done, you can't change it. But what you can do is go back and forgive yourself in that past life, or even in this life. If you've done things in this life that you now regret, go back and forgive yourself you know for those things and that helps you to move on as well and forgive others who may have done any hurt or anything to you in that way you know and forgive them and that kind of helps you to release it to let it go the going back to past life to actually change things and it might have that kind of same effect it may not actually physically if you know what i mean change things because that energy is already there but it might help you to view things better in this life and make you or help you feel that yes, that is now done. I can release that, I can now move on and move into a different direction which is more beneficial. Yeah, so you know that could work, couldn't it? And that all helps, all these kinds of things, helps all of us to come out of any darkness that we might be in. You know, any dark clouds that may be hovering over us because of past events or even current events helps us to overcome these and, and see things with a bit more optimism, a bit more, uh, in a more positive way, in a more positive light. And I'm not talking about Pollyanna kind of thing and don't really understand what that term means. I believe she was a very positive girl, so oversaw things in a very positive way and so on. Um, I know it's it's an American phrase. I I, I haven't read the story of Pollyanna, so I'm not really up to speed on that, but I know it's a known phrase, but I would say being over-optimistic all the time. You know, I'm not talking about being that and seeing You know, everything's positive, everything's positive. Because it isn't, because there are negative things out there as well, and and that's a fact. there, There is, I would say, negative energy out there as well. And you can give that negative energy power... By focusing on it, as I mentioned before, especially through our thoughts and actions and so on, you give it power, and that can then take over you, and uh, could lead you down a path that you perhaps didn't want to go down to, but you just found yourself along, and uh, you kept on with it, you know. So there is that negative energy out there, and you can protect yourself if you like, you know, from that negative energy through positive actions through positive thinking exercises you know balancing your chakras you know meditating and using a, a, a more say an exercise where you can imagine yourself surrounded by white protective light is a very common one to use and I use that myself you know I have what's known as an internal sacred space so in my mind it's a place where I go where I can kind of not shut the world out completely but I know I'm in a safe space where I can meditate and you know think things over contemplate and so on and when I'm going into that space I go through what's called what I call anyway a curtain of white light of protection so when I'm going through that curtain I'm feeling that energy flow in and around and through me and it cleanses me of any negativity that Maybe cling to me at that time. Maybe bring it inside so into that sacred space that I have, uh, and mine's in, in, a, in a woodland. And you can create your own sacred space. You can you can change it to whatever it is you want, whatever it is you enjoy. You know where is your happy space if you like your happy spot? Where is it that you, in your mind, you would love to be all the time? Where you feel more at peace with yourself? Where you feel? You know, that, that place where, it, where you're in solitude, where you can think clearly and so on, that'd be your, your kind of space, and you can create your own. And that's what I've done with mine. So where I can go to think about things, contemplate things, and uh, I can then do my meditations there and do my spiritual practice and so on. And I enjoy doing that. You can create that. And that's another way of coming out of the darkness, if you like, because then you create your own space where everything is light, you know, and it's it's a more positive way. And as I said before, I mean, 80% of our thoughts are are negative, and that's what researchers, scientists, and so on, that's what they've determined. But we can turn that around, as I also mentioned before, you know, we can turn that around so that 80% of our thoughts are positive. It wouldn't be advisable to have 100% uh, positivity in, just in my view, that's the way I look at it. I think others may uh, say the same, because then you'd be off balance. You know, you'd be too weak. You know, um, it's, it's like maybe a plant that grows too fast, and it hasn't got any support. You know, because you know when when you do, say planting trees or planting these long-stalked plants and so on, you you give them or you know plants that have long stalks and floppy leaves and things like that. and they tend to they can sort of like tip over if you just allow them to grow wild and then they don't really grow at all but you, you have these guiding sticks don't you, you, you so, so they train and training sticks I think they call them you know, it, it helps them to grow up in a straight way and then they gain strength then even though that, that stick that training stick could be seen as a negative if you like from the plant's point of view it's restricting its growth in that sense, but it's helping it to grow taller and stronger. And then you can just take the stick away when it gets to a certain level and it'll stay strong and tall. Same with trees, you know, so it's not grown every which way, whatever. It's grown nice and tall and straight as, as, you know, as, as it should be in that sense. And if you don't have the stick there, then as I said, it grows sideways all around and it becomes weak and, you know, and eventually, you know, it might even die. Yeah. So, if we were 100% positive all the time, that's the way we would be in that sense. Yeah, you know, we'd become weaker and not stronger. That's just my view. Uh, I do believe I read that somewhere as well, so I'm probably not alone in that. But, uh, yeah. So, coming out of the darkness, and speaking of which, the sun's just come out from behind the cloud. <laughs> and I'm just being bathed in wonderful, gorgeous sunshine. Yeah. Uh, And uh, I'm really grateful for that. Okay guys, that's it for now. Uh, Just a few thoughts about coming out of the dark into the light. And uh, it's not always about wars and and all the negative, horrible, tragic things that happen in the world. But it can also be our own personal darkness. How we can bring a bit of light into our own personal world. And how we can create situations where we can enjoy that as well. Until next time, guys, great talking to you once again. Leave a comment, let me know how you feel about this. But until next time, namaste.